Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, as long as it's all good. Welcome to the House That Happens, sponsored by Shoei's Bar and Grill. The only place to be in suburban of Etobicoke, voted four times. The best dive bar in the GTA. But I'd like to think, as we all do here, that it's probably the best dive bar in the Ontario, because we keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And I want to welcome you to this insidious, iconic, and insane world we call sports. How you doing, buddy? Good, Cruz. How about yourself? It's been a couple weeks, but yeah. uh, we're finally back in the house. I hope you enjoyed the most sacred day of the year or the biggest pagan holiday tradition, whatever you prefer to call it. It did get us some time off, and I hope you did enjoy it, but we would be remiss if we didn't have you introduce a most interesting guest today. Yes, today uh, we have my brother on, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, Good this is here. pretty cool because now I have two of them, and I got to ask you a question, young man, before we start. I know where you live. And I know your nationality, so as soon as you were born, were you told to vote liberal and cheer for the Leafs? Is that true? <laughs> half of that is true. Okay, half of that half is, is true. true. Okay, I'm not going to say which half. We'll, we'll indulge in that a little bit later. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out in a long time. So anyways, uh, people, if you're listening, welcome to The House That Happens. So I have two of them today, which should make it far more interesting because now I have to really dig deep because the youngins are really good at the equipment. It took us an extra 10 minutes to get on because they couldn't <laughs> figure out the password. With an old man here. What am I going to say about that? Wow. I mean, Wi-Fi problems are Wi-Fi problems. If you don't have that key... Then we're if there's just some confusion, you're, you're dead. That's a, that's good. But anyways, before we get going, because we've got a lot to do, we're going to be splitting up the show today. We thought it would be perfunctionary if we said congratulations to... Uh, LSU and UConn for winning March Madness, women's and men's respectively. Oh, it was really good. By the way, Stephen, are you a Final Four fan? Yes, I am. Good. Uh, who did you pick before? Did you have any idea? Would you have picked any of those teams in the Final Four? We had Connecticut. I had none of them. I uh, I, I had Connecticut to go fairly far, like to the Elite Eight, but not Final Four. Well, I'm happy about the Connecticut pick, but I'm not happy about the Marquette pick. Oh, yeah. That, so was, that was your big dog. Oh, 100%. I just want to point out, though, that um, when you think about this college thing, especially congratulations to Connecticut, this is their fifth championship in 25 years. Does yeah. that make them – that technically makes them a blue blood. Kind of, yeah, sort of? Yeah, like who else has really, like, owned this era? Nobody, but, you know, when you think about it now, when they talk about the top championships, it's UCLA, then it's Kentucky, mm -hmm. then I did not realize that it's Indiana and uh, somebody else got five, and now UConn's got five. Yep. So that should put them in the specter of, with three different coaches, too, mm -hmm. mind you, because, like, most of the UCLA ones were one with John Wooden, and Indiana was one with, uh, what's his name? Bobby Knight, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But congratulations to UConn. And one thing I want to say, Steve, you may not know this because you do know I am old. Um, I've been watching this tournament for 45 years, I would say, approximately. Seriously, especially since the last time Indiana went undefeated was my first big watch because Michigan was in. But I've never seen a team beat every, every team down like this. Like, UConn just bitch-slapped every oh, yeah. team. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like you knew at halftime the game was over. Yeah, like I thought, uh, like Miami would be able to give them uh, like nope. a bigger run there in the Final Four, but well, I smelt it when they got to Arkansas. Yeah, because Arkansas was a big, rangy, badass team, and I thought, okay, here comes a fight. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't even they just got killed? I couldn't believe it. Which the only one that we didn't say, and this is the uh, the premise of the Final Four is Alabama had a bad shooting game. Yeah, their gangster had his worst game of the season. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Connecticut Alabama final, but that's 
apples and oranges. That's what happens in the tournament. Yeah, I thought Alabama was going to be the team going to the finals. But... Uh, I did too. I thought them and Connecticut would have made a better game because I wanted to see if Connecticut would have just crushed them. Because they crush good teams. They, oh, yeah. They crush, you know, San Diego. They, the, my favorite part of the tournament was when, they, when I was already happy. Did that already happen yet? Did they already beat Gonzaga by the time we did the last show? I yeah, think it I was because I was very happy. I don't like Gonzaga, Stevie. No, not a Gonzaga guy? <laughs> not at all. I can have a variety of reasons, but I will tell you off the air. Because right. it's probably more pertinent to put him that way. <laughs> All right. Okay, you know enough. what I'm saying? But I have to give a big shout out to the the women's championship and LSU. Don't you agree? Yeah, that was a fantastic game. I think in many respects, um, the women's tournament had a little bit more, uh, I don't know, what would you say? A little bit more, not hype. Maybe a little bit quality, more pizzazz. You yeah, know? Was it, and, and they, oh, especially with coach, we, we got a shout out to Kim Mulkey, the coach of... Um, LSU. Oh, that suit she was wearing. Oh, the what? Either in the semifinals and the finals, like back to back to kill it like that. Come on, that was just. And seriously, this is a woman that's coached at Baylor, three yeah. national championships at Baylor, which I never thought she would leave. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then she gets the huge money to go to LSU, and within three years wins the national championship. Yeah, insane. And in, 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 you know what? There's two aspects about the women's thing that. Um, that has to be, we'd have to allude to it. We wouldn't talk about it. And first of all is uh, Caitlin Clark. Her performance against South Carolina was unbelievable. And if you do know, South Carolina was undefeated. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? So we thought we were going to see a, what does it call that? A generational team mm -hmm. and one girl. I, I didn't mind. We, I think we discussed this or we, we didn't get to do it. Like here in the house that happens, we're not, we're not adverse to... Trash talk, are we? No, not at all. Okay, if so anything we, we encourage it. Oh, there you go. I like that. Think about that. So there's no reason for we to bring up, even though I think Angela Reese is going to have a great career mm -hmm. in the WNBA. And do you know what that Shaq called her? The best LSU player ever. That's a huge mofo statement. Yeah. If you look at all the athletes that played at LSU, we got Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. right now. You know what I mean? And I don't even know. Is he top 10? He's probably top 10. Yeah, you'd think. He's probably top. Shaq, I would say. Who's bigger than Shaq? On LSU. Oh, Pete Maravich played there, too. Oh, gotta true. Remember, we got to remember that Pete Maravich. Cause I'm, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete played there. So we had a certain amount of uh, LSU. But in any event, we, uh, we're, we can't wait till next year. Everyone knows that the uh, Final Four is my favorite tournament of the year. Um, I'm going to make a little prediction right now that St. John's is going to rear its head a lot larger than we realize because Rick, next season yes because rick patino is now in new york he's already made shuffle moves on the portal Ooh! already what his best player from myona already there he's already made move and he's got the wall street shuffle money coming in for what do you call those again lits nits nits no 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 lits like this an image oh L yeah 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 L A T. Well, whatever they call it. When you get to college, you make money. You get to make money. Because yeah. you hear one guy staying at Duke. One of the guys that could go is staying at Duke yep. suddenly because. And another guy staying <laughs> I wonder at, why. Another guy staying at UCLA one more year. I wonder why. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Because a million dollars is a million dollars. Or half a million dollars is a million dollars. You know, you're coming out of high school oh, yeah. and you got a half a million dollars or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You're going to be able to buy something more than a Kia. Don't you agree? <laughs> You'd hope. <laughs> Which gets us to the thing that we should be talking straight from the final four to what is starting already because we've had this ridiculous thing called the play-in tournament. Yes. 
NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. Okay, we've never got to discuss this before, so I'm going to just say, guys, really, what do you think of this playoff? This How many years is this now? Is this the third year? Of this play-in tournament yeah, this format? Play- this is the third year. Third year. They kind of did like an eight versus nine the year of the bubble, but then this is the third year of this incarnation. Of this, yeah, of this incarnation. Yeah. What do you guys think of this play-in tournament? I love it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because there's like those teams, uh, like the seven eight, they're always kind of like borderlines. Like play your way in. You add le- that level of excitement. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Especially, like especially like the Western Conference, where there's like a lot of good teams down there. Okay, it's competition, but I'm still gonna go old school once again because you play 82 games, so 82 games, so we can keep in a couple extra losers. Yeah, <laughs> like, just think about this, man. If we didn't have the play in, we wouldn't have LeBron. No, he'd still be in the playoffs. Was he? Did he? Because they it? were the they were going to be the seventh. Seed oh yeah, anyway. they were the seventh seed. Okay, I'll give him the bet. Okay, then our Toronto Raptors, who we'll get to in a minute, we would not have been in. No. So what? What value is of the eighty-two games? Well, what do you mean? Okay, so now we have. Well, you play whatever. You play your whatever to get your spot in there. Okay, so there's eight spots. There's eight spots. Why can't so, it be ten? Because there's thirty-two teams in the league. We let everybody in. What are they going to give them next year? Appreciation trophies. Sorry. I don't know. There's like here's the, a good year. Here's your little trophy. You know it's gonna be, and then and they're gonna have orange slices on the sidelines. Oh my god! Come on, I'm, it's you know, it's like a few extra games. Come on. Okay, Stephen, this is one thing I hate. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this right now. This load management bullshit and all the year about the players are so hard done by. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they got more of this. They got to do more of this. They got to do more of that. Then they add on more games so more losers can get in. Shouldn't you have it together at 82 games? But at the same time, though, they're adding meaningful games at least. So it's good to watch it's good tv like everyone can get into it i feel like it's it's an easy like win-win yeah everyone. it's money it's money okay the so nhl should take a page from no that stop that right now okay stop that we're not going to discuss that we're going to have issues today i got two of these guys to deal with and they're agreeing on it because you guys are younger that's it's, it's the flash now i don't get, get me wrong it was good games you do you do have games and it's one game and it's got to be done i always like the immediacy and the competition mm-hmm. is my thing is is that if we're talking all season long about i don't like how long the season is i don't like the load management and now you you're going to add extra games on to put them on TV to make more money so I can forget about Draymond Green punching somebody in the face, Kyrie not making it with Lewis. Because you know what the NBA could really, really stand for when you start talking about this? was NBA? On a good day, I could say it could be nothing but assholes. <laughs> Correct? On a good day. Let's just think. On a good a, day. On a good day, we could discuss what does the NBA stand for? Nothing but assholes. Okay? Let's get that straight. Now, now that I've said that, I'm going to tell you why. The playoff tournament is fun. There's no doubt about it. Okay? But you're playing 82 games. Guys are sitting. And then, you know what they sneakily did? Andrew, you know what? This pisses me what? off because now we didn't know anything about They settled the, the contract. Very quietly, they noticed. Remember, we said we can't wait yeah. to the contract because it's coming at the end. They already signed. What does that tell you? Tells me no changes. No, they got one thing. You got to play sixty-five games to qualify. Oh, to qualify for, for the for like all NBA or like awards or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what are they telling us by very sneakily out of nowhere? Oh, we just signed a contract. Remember we were saying we couldn't wait to debate what they're going to do when the contract came to the table? Yeah. What does that tell you is going on? I'll, I'll give you an opinion. Steve, I'll give you a chance. What do you think? Because they signed the contract so quickly. Yeah. What does that tell you? Hmm. Shall I lead? 
It tells you they don't give a shit about the fans. Oh. Because the owners are in cahoots. They're all in there. They just want the freaking bag. They're going to they're gonna raise the now the TV run there. Because they never say, nobody says anything bad about the NBA. You look at all the sports shows. Nobody's really saying anything bad about anything. No. Okay? J.J. Reddick, can I say this? First he went to Duke, and I don't like the guy. Okay, so let's see a uh, full disclosure. I heard he just got nominated for some kind of Emmy for his role on TV. What is he doing? Talking about the players? He's always pro players. He's always pro we got to do this. Oh, it wasn't so tough back in the day. And all he does, it seems to me, is to pander to today's players. When mm. he's on there, he's never... Anytime he got anything about a fight with Kirk, Kendrick Perkins about yeah, the yeah. race issue, and I'm on Kendrick's side for that. But that's a whole Whoa, other really? day. Yeah, I'm kind of on Kendrick's side because mm. that's not what's going on. Especially to see if Djokovic wins... MVP will revisit that statement, okay? You know what we're getting at, buddy? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so we're not bringing that up because we try to keep no, I, I, I didn't like the Kendrick thing. Why? Because he was like, buddy, like, just come on and say it. Just try to like, dance around it. Like, come on. Because you're not supposed to say it on ESPN because they're a nice network. But Stephen A can pull mm. the race card whenever he wants. Yeah. So where do we get the balance in? Okay, so what's going to uh, happen? That's is, my problem, though. They, like the race card is coming up too much on the. Thank ESPN. you. Okay, that's oh interesting. Okay, I'll go with you there. But I'm saying what I'm I what I was alluding to is why I was picking more than Kendrick Perkins side is because sometimes maybe I watch it too much. Jay Williams is another guy. They come on. They're so pro player. I'm paying the tickets. You're buying the jerseys. You're buying the TV package, the NBA pass. Okay, so who's supporting this? They ever say anything good about us? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> right? Do you ever hear any guy going, oh, I'm really thinking about the fans tonight, like uh, AD and LeBron are sitting. I wish the fans could get a rerun. Do you ever see uh, any of those commentators say that before the game? Hi, guys. Are you excited tonight? Uh, the Greek freak in Middleton decided to go out with their girlfriends for dinner. They're not going to play. How's your $300 ticket tonight? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, so what I'm saying is our original premise is here, do we like the play-in tournament or not? The host that happens doesn't want to spend too much time on it, but we got a vote of two to one, first vote of the day that I lose, that the play-in tournament is a good thing. Now, I shouldn't really bash it because I do like the games. I do like some of the games. Well, but look what happened last night. We had a good game and we had a horrible game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not, it, it, that's in any sport, though. That could happen good way or another. But um, before we get to our playoff preview, one of the teams that did play in the play-in was our beloved... Uh, our Toronto Raptors. Stephen, I don't know if you knew this, but my mouth was so big that I said not only were we going to get in the play-in, we were going to get into seventh place, and we were going to beat the hideous... Boston Celtics. So I'm going to have to just eat some crow for a minute here. <laughs> Whether I like it or not. It didn't quite work out that game. Guys, what happened during that game? Oh, they puked it up. Okay, you know what? I'm starting to say, and, I, and, I, and we're going to get to this later because I, I, I live in Toronto forever, so I should have some kind of Toronto in me. But this is starting to be like the, the, the history of Toronto. Can you compare this to, let's just like put this in perspective now. The Raptors were up at one point in the third quarter late. 18 points, bro. 19. 19. Okay, 19 they were up. And in six minutes, they, they blew it. I say this is compatible to the Seattle comeback against the Blue Jays in the playoffs. Mm, yeah. Yep. 
Agreed. No, and Van Vliet called out basically the team later, basically saying that like there's no killer instinct there, and it's pretty obvious. Okay, so my first thing is that something I want something stinks. Uh, okay, so what is it? What What do you think on the Raptors? I say my thing is right now because we got a lot of things in flux. We're talking about the epitaph. Please keep Fred Van Fleet. I know you're no, not. Necess- no, 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 but we need him. What other point guard do we have? Okay, great. So I know earlier in the season you were a little on the no, fence. No, we, we, we got to keep Fred. Good. I'm glad your brother got on the bandwagon because I want to <laughs> check the tapes because I'm not sure if you were so Fred, pro Fred early. It was a rough start to the season for Fred, and I okay. wasn't sure. And like, there was the pending free agency, which scared me too. Okay, so I've never jumped off the Fred bandwagon. He'll tell you I'm a Fred. Are you a Fred guy, Stephen? I like him, yeah. Okay, so of the big four, which guy should we get rid of if we have to give? We have a big four. I think it's got to be Siakam. I love your brother. <laughs> I love him already. It's got to be Siakam. I agree, too, because he's not a Batman. He's a Robin, and I think he's getting in the way of OG, who's not a Batman, is a Robin. Yeah. Okay, and Fred's just a floor general. Fred will do what – the reason we did last the other night wasn't because of Fred or Scotty Barnes. Okay? But I do say this. I think Scotty Barnes has got to take more of a leadership role. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you notice sometimes he kind of – like, he'll have a chance, he'll, he'll throw the ball to Anobi, or he'll throw the ball to Pascal. You know what I mean? No, you go for it. You know what I mean? Maybe, because I think he can be a bigger scorer. I think so, too, but that, I think that's, well, that, that, I'm going to kind of lead this into another thing. I think that might have to do with coaching. Ooh, doo, 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 doo. He's being told to give those guys their touches. Do you think so? So, okay, yeah. let's, let's put it this way. I don't know, but I think Messiah. Because there's some nights where, like, Scotty Barnes' shooting numbers are, like, Ridiculous. He's just, he's just like not shooting the ball. And it's I go, like, how's he not on? shooting it and more? And a couple times he's gone in there and scrapped the offensive rebound yeah. and then throws it out instead of going back up. I don't know. But here, okay. So let, let's put it this way. Steve, do you think that, uh, you think that uh, Nick Nurse is going to be back next year? No way. No chance. Who's going to be our coach? Well, that's the thing. Uh, Some guy we've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. I disagree. <laughs> who, who do you think it's going to be? Okay. In this world, sometimes you got to take the press when it happens, like when Montreal puts Logan Mayu into the lineup, okay? <laughs> There's going to be a certain amount of stuff, you're, uh, shit you're going to have to take. It's going to hit the fan, right? So why did Masai go out for dinner with Emi Yakuda? Mm. I did, yeah, I did hear his name get thrown around in there. Okay, so, so why did Nick Nurse get pissed? Your brother was on that first. I didn't know. Remember when you told me you hear about Nick Nurse and there's a little bit of, he said he shouldn't have talked like that to the press. We already <sighs> agreed. Well, there's a report. Well, like it basically came out too that the like Masai was like, "What the fuck? Why'd you say that?" Because he found out that he went out for dinner yeah. with Ima Yakuda. That's why. So Nick, now, because I I didn't think Nick Nurse was that kind of guy. But you start connecting the dots. Let's do the house that happens uh, research with Inspector <laughs> Cluso. And I'm saying if it fucking smells, it smells. Come yeah. on, bro. You just said something smells. Oh yeah. Okay. So and I think Nick Nurse is a good coach, by the way. Good, not great. His offense can be frustrating to watch. At times, because I don't think he's consistent with this, but his defense is as good as any. Like he can I coach agree. defense. I agree. Even his defense is great. And, and that's, that should be our calling card, and we were there. We had, we had Chicago locked down. At points in the game the other night, we had Chicago locked down. DeRozan couldn't find space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, we have turnovers. And I love Fred, but Fred, that one three he threw up early in the clock, because you know me, that's one of my – biggest pet peeves is when you come down the floor and you're winning and you throw the ball oh, up the Raptors quick. do that way too much that's yeah, what I'm I saying and, and so, exactly you know what I mean and we had mm. a quick a couple of quick possessions that clanged then a couple of turnovers and a couple of threes all of a sudden that 19 point that went down to what went down to five and what 
four minutes. That's way too quick. It was, yeah. Way too quick. It just went zoom. And that's, and to tell you the truth, that's when I got nervous. I had on PVR and I said, oh, I smell something bad going to go on here. So my take on the matter is this. I say that Uma Yakuda is going to be our coach next year. Let's have it. I, I don't have a problem <laughs> with that either, but it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's now, do it. Okay, now Toronto being the way that we are and the press that we are, we're always considering Toronto the good. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we uh, – what kind of backlash do you think is going to go on the city? If what? For, like the coaching-wise? Okay, you're going to bring in what would we call Emeu Koda except for a good coach? What else are we going to call him? Is there any particular reason why he's not coaching on the Boston Celtics? Oh. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't we have – Stephen, is not going to come on the table? It'll definitely be brought up. Uh, it's just about. I don't it's know. such a I, fake controversy, though. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I'm agreeing. So at the house, we agree. Can we agree on that? It's, yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bullshit deal. Okay. But we got, we live in a TMZ world. Okay. We I live know, in but a like, TMZ world. I know the way the Toronto sports media is. We're just gonna be like, oh, like we'll just be like happy to have them. You know. You think so? I think there'll be like a little bit of talk, but then it's gonna disappear quickly. How quickly? Within the week. MLSE has good PR people. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. They'll right. make sure it gets done right. I, I like your attitude because I'm saying we got a lot of old school guys out there like the and I, if he's this listening, is the Steve Simmons of oh the world God. and those guys. The, uh, what's his name? The guy, Fenzik guy. What's his name? Festchuk. Festchuk. These yeah. guys will come with their moral standard editorials that will be from here to your house. I, what is Toronto do you, do you peruse do you know Twitter this, at all? What? Do you peruse Twitter at all? No, but I'm going to say. Those guys are not taken seriously at all. That, they can't be. <laughs> so, okay, good. There you go. Uh, okay, I did not know that. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Hence the reason. Them I, two and uh, Damien Cox. I think oh, are like the Damien's biggest. <laughs> uh, past his best before time. Because they wrote in an era when they had all the juice. Sure. Okay, now they don't have all the juice. So all their stupid freaking little takes Cox on. Cox and Simmons especially. Oh, they're, mm-hmm. they're self-righteous little bitches as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Even though I think in that Steve Simmons, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. He's taken an edge off lately. Now, you guys yeah. don't remember yeah. when you were kids. Like That guy's my age. So I've had to deal with him. His whole career and you know where he's a real fraud too eh he ran to do that um like michelle mandel in the sun he tried to do that for a while what do you mean like like be a um reporter like a special interest or what do you call those people oh my god like one of those guys like we'll find an issue and we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> bring the hammer and we'll save the cause kind of guy <laughs> yeah he tried to do that writing for, and people you guys are too young to notice i don't forget shit like yeah. that <laughs> Okay, so Steve Simmons was doing that. So not to cut these guys up. So when Ima Yakuda comes to town at the press conference, what do you think they're going to ask him, bro? Of course, they're going to ask him about. But, like, I don't know. Hey, bring in your wife? Don't you think there's going to be, like, a MLSC thing, like, don't bring that up at the press conference? How or? much control they have? They don't control the sun. They True. don't control I mean, the they, star. They could put that out, though, like, before, like, the press conference. They could say, like, any questions, like, if you ask any questions. It has questions, to be basketball-related. Yeah, like, it won't be answered. Do you believe, okay, so now it's me. I'm one of the guys in that press room. Do you think I'm going to go by the rules? <laughs> they, just, they just won't Someone, answer There's the, the door, though. Mr. Cruz. Oh, That's I'm tossed. Say. I'm tossed. I'm not going to, but I'm going to put it in the air. That's all you got to do. Like my dog almost got skunked the other night. He was right over the skunk. The skunk got away, but there's still a hint of skunk on my dog. Sure. Got a little on him. So that's all I'm saying. You get a little smell in the room. It's, it doesn't go away immediately. My take on the matter is just hire the guy and forget about it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. off, the, off the court stuff. It shouldn't really matter, okay? First of all, it was consenting adults for starters. Exactly. I'm not saying that whatever your take on adultery is and is your take. I don't care. I think that's personal stuff. Okay, that takes away. If you're a good coach, you're a good coach. Now, if you're an axe murderer... 
Different story. Okay, yeah. or something like That's that. A, then yeah. we different got we, story. Okay, but I'm saying this is just an a let. No, this is an affair, right? You had an affair. Yes. Let's just let's call it what it is. So I'm saying now, what how what effect is that going to have on the Raptors between this uh, next year with the guys in the contract? Fred's, Fred's definitely got it. He's got the opt in. It's all about Fred, isn't yeah. it? Unless they renegotiate, it's all about Fred. Fred says, I go on the market or I don't. Yeah. He's probably going to renegotiate, I would think. I think so, too, because it sounds like he doesn't want to leave town. So here's my take on the Raptors, and, and and I don't know what your take is, Steve, but we're going to ask you what you think if I'm right or wrong, where you go with this. I think the Raptors are really one great shooter away from being a – I'm not going to say complete contender, yeah. but if they could work in like a Betty Deadeye shooter. We need another guard. And another guard. Okay, I'll take... But what if that guard is a Betty Deadeye shooter? Oh, that's what I'm saying. If we could have the combo, because I'm saying, like, some of these young guys, and I think it's a dressing room thing, which you said before, something smells. Something went on in the dressing room, because OG didn't seem to be that happy. Okay, it's got... Yeah, I'm, I'm like, if I had to bet, it's probably between, like, OG and Siakam, if they're, like, like the main friction is between there in the locker room. I agree, too. And what's the argument of being, okay, OG, OG's had some... Um, um, Injury issues, mm -hmm. so he has been in the lineup, but so is Siakam. Agreed? Yep. Okay, so now when it's going to come down to, I'm going to say this, and you know what I said at the beginning of the season. Siakam's been much better. When he, when he had the bubble, he came out, he had all that attitude problem. I think he's kind of um, redeemed himself Yeah. this season, okay? But not redeemed himself enough in my books so the first one's going out the door, I'll send Siakam, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could get something for him, don't you think? I think he's got the most trade value for sure. What do you think we could get for him? I mean, that's tough. Uh, First rounder? Yeah. Oh, at least. Yeah, easily. Really? Like, well, like, well, like well, it okay, depends so on now which team, okay, too. Okay, what's a team that... What, let's look around the league. Let's say, like, a um, the New York Knicks. Yeah. They could use another stretch wingman because Siakam can't play D. You could probably get... Yep. From, from the Knicks, you probably get, like, a first rounder, a player plus. Okay, so you're on the up-and-coming now in your Oklahoma, and you have a million draft picks, and you got three of them, and your team looks like on a roll next year, and you got shade. Could you use a Siakam? Possibly. Though they wanna, they, they're want they probably going to want to see what they look like with um, that guy that they took last year in the draft stills and played a single game, right? Oh, right. Okay, agreed. But, I mean, well, he'll, we'll come into camp. So here's my take on the matter. I think Masai is a very, very smart GM in this way. 100%. When they had the trade deadline, people came snooping for Pascal and they came snooping for OG, but he wasn't giving them away for last week's newspaper. And they're both still on the team. And somehow we got into it. Like, we played some good ball down the stretch. And then the last couple of games, things blew up on us. And this, this, this is a horrible ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, is. yes and no. I mean, they were kind of a middling 500 team down the stretch, though, weren't they? Kind of, sort of. So you're saying was mediocre? We should have bailed out early and went after the Wambiana thing? I'm kind of thinking that because, like, like, like having uh, Yaka Pertle on the team was nice, but, like, didn't really do anything. I'm saying this much, though. Uh, it's in the dressing room between, okay, we got a general manager, coach, and a player dynamic that's in flux. How do we tighten that up with the body of bodies that we have now and add something because we got money we're MLSC yeah so you know we're not p afraid of paying a little bit of tax mm -hmm. you know what I mean and the Raptors make money yeah oh yeah okay so like what I, what I'm saying is that how far away of a contender are we then is that what I'm saying how far is that I think we're still ways away how far are you, it two kinda, years? It, well, it, three years? I don't want to wait one, around. For one, it depends on the development of Scotty Barnes, don't you think? Agree, and I think that Barnes should get a bigger role. So you're saying it might be the coaching why he hasn't had a bigger role already? 
A bigger shooting. Yeah, that's what I would guess because like his his shooting numbers are like way too low. And he's, like, and he's still scoring in, in fourteen attempts, a night. Exactly. 14, 15 a night. I, and, I, and I agree with that. Take, take a few more shots and see what happens. Because I'm happy with his defense. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with his energy, and he can bring the ball up the floor. Yep. So he his ball handling's like, fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, we we got all that there. So we know keep him. And I say that you keep Fred Van Fleet always because every team's always looking for a Fred Van Fleet. Well, what do we just say? Yeah. We'd be good if we had one more guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that, yeah, that. I mean, like some guys in Florida, like Siakam and Gary Trent, I think you got to. Gary, bye. <laughs> Did I say bye yet? You got you to gotta reassess no, what bye. you have there. Bye. No, 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 no. I, I tried with this guy. No, 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 no. He, he's Last like a, year I thought he'd be pretty good, but this year was just complete yeah, I wanted story. him to succeed in Toronto, honestly. I wanted him to succeed in Toronto, honestly. Why? I, I, like I kinda, his hair? No, I, I just liked him. Like What did he do that you liked? Mediocre defense. When he came from Houston, he, I mean, when he came from uh, the Portland. Clippers, I mean, uh, Trailblazers. I mean, yeah, Trailblazers. Yeah. When he came there, he didn't even play D. Yeah. Well, I, the red, the big red flag with him started last year come playoff time because he had a horrible series against the Sixers. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, well, listen, when he's not on, he's not on, so he should sit in the bench. He shoots too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then all the Raptors shoot too much when they get shooting happy because that's what happened the other night. They tried to put the game yep. away. Everyone shot and everyone clanged, and look where we're at. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But you'd keep Gary Trent? No, I wouldn't keep him. I'm just saying when they first brought him in, I, I was happy with the move. I wanted him to do well here. It didn't work out. So yeah, No, I, I, you know when I see yeah. Norm Powell, we gave up Norm Powell for this guy. And I'd rather have Norm Powell back on the team if I had do it again. But, yeah, I'm not saying Masai's perfect. So now we, we're going to make it. Masai's not- good at asset management, though. So yes. I think, like, he, I think he's going to recoup. Oh, yeah, him, yeah. Oh, no, sure. no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, I, and I'm going, we got money. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that the free agent market is all that exciting this year. Like, who's out there? No, you got to do it through trades. So I'm saying, so I, I mean, like, we'll be a couple years away, but I think we should keep this core. But I think they're going to have to go in and have a little bit of a huddle. And decide a little bit how, of a powwow. Yeah, and decide how we're gonna go. Like, and that means like either Nick Nurse is gone. Like, we should be hearing about by the end of the playoffs. Like, this shouldn't lag on into the summer to the draft or whatever. It should be over. Like, Nick, you're either staying. Or oh you're gone. yeah, like, and to be fair to him as well, right? Oh, agreed. And Houston has been a uh, um, a possible suitor. I, I think I think it's very possible that mm-hmm. he goes there. Well, especially with the young squad, and he's good with young players, and he's proved that because he had the balance after bringing in Kawhi because you got to figure that was a pretty young team, except we did have uh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Who has looked good in the Miami series. I mean, in the Miami oh, two-playing play, games, games, yeah. Like, the, 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 the first one especially, like, he had, like, 30, Oh, he, he wasn't – it wasn't for what, because of him that they, they lost that game. No, he, no, no. he played great, and last night they put it away. Even though Chicago looked – like late there, like Miami had a nice comeback at the end, because what happened there was what was it? Six minutes, eight minutes left. Chicago was up by five six. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is going to be. Would you could would you could you, I would have considered that an upset. Oh yeah, if the Bulls beat them, if they had a beat them like that, would have been a, a failure to your season. But any of that here at the house, it happens. Fred Van Fleet, we're hoping that you stay. Scotty Barnes, take more shots. I want to see more play out of Precious. I want to see more play out of. Um, Boucher. Yeah. I want to see uh, who else am I missing? I'm missing somebody else. I want to see those guys more play because if Gary Trent's not making shots, sit him on the bench. But I don't think Gary Trent's going to be on the team when the season starts. I hope not. Okay. One one last <laughs> thing I want to say. I just want to say how pathetic it is how these these guys lost that. And then, like, all the talk is about DeRozan's daughter distracting them from the free throw line. Like, get out of here. Yeah, as if. Like I'm so athlete. glad you brought that up because then we have to start putting you in what you call the bitch 
category. <laughs> Isn't that one of the reasons that Devin yeah. Booker made it because he bitched that? Remember the game he bitched that to freaking mascot? Oh my god! Remember what, what team? What team's mascot was that? Oh. Ours. It was oh, the, it was the Raptor. Yeah, okay. it was the Raptor. Right, jumped yeah. There. yeah, remember? That put him right in there. So our guy shouldn't be doing that. That's your daddy's out there, man. And you do anything that you can win. I didn't hear about that till after the fact, but I, I thought that bringing it up is weak. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, like, hey, it's, like, it's kind of funny. In a way, yeah, it, I consider like, all the time. Whatever, yeah. like, the whatever that, like, this whatever girl's kind of like cheering on her daddy if I try to distract, you know, the other yeah. the free throw line. I appreciate that. I'm not. But, like, I'm, using this as, well, hold, like, what do you mean? You're not. What's that? What do you mean you're not? I mean, I, I have nothing against it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, no, but, like, yeah, but using it as, like, uh, oh, oh, this is why we lost. That's oh. that's so sad. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's pathetic. Uh, you know, I will agree with that. Like, Toronto, you should wipe that off the chalkboard right now. It shouldn't be brought up. You know why you lost? Because everyone tried to be a hero at the right time, and you all missed your shots. You had, what, four turnovers? Like, oh, you had, oh, had six-minute stretch. Yeah. stretch. They had four turnovers and three clanks. You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. seven possessions that you gave away, plus the fact that they gave up early in the shot clock. Remember, right. they fired yeah. them up? Because OG fired one up, too. Yeah. And he, he clanged. But the worst one I had to say was Fred. Fred should never... If he had made that shot, then they would have went back up by eight. But they didn't. No, and they then didn't. And then Chicago come down, and what's his name? Uh buddy there uh caruso or whatever his name is headband boy yeah yeah caruso yeah he sank to three and now we're down to two and as soon as it got to two i just said oh yeah mm -hmm. ooh. there goes the balance in any event i hope that the toronto raptors i, I you know what I, I would like to see the season start with nick nurse and fred van fleet on the sidelines with scotty barnes again i really would i would think that the other parts of the team would have to change i don't know what the dichotomy would be but i can't see og and pascal playing another season together Mid Looks very unlikely. You know what I'm saying? I, I go, Going that way. Which brings us to the meat and potatoes of the whole thing, and that's the NBA playoffs, which start in earnest today at 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. What do you think is the biggest storyline going into the playoffs? Oh, boy. I mean, like, the, the, the Western Conference bracket, that's... That's the one I'm focused on. I think we should be, too, because I want to say something right now. I don't think that the Boston Celtics are going to go to the finals because I think something's going to trip them up along the way due to the fact that they have their own dressing room problems. How far do you think they go, though? Uh, if they get beat by Atlanta, I'm, I wouldn't be – I don't think they should because that'll, no. they'll have to wreck the team. They should beat Atlanta, but Atlanta – They should beat them handily. Oh, they should, but Atlanta's been a little bit of a thorn in their side. If you take their record over the last couple of years, and even during the playoffs, didn't they knock them out the first year that Trey Young was in? Who did they upset? No. Is that Boston? Really? Trey yeah, Young beat somebody when their their first year. I remember Trey Young beat somebody in the playoffs that he wasn't supposed to beat, right? Yeah. I, well, they went to the conference finals that season. I remember that. Yeah. But that was a, that was a much different Hawks team. They lost some key pieces from Steven, there. Did I tell you how much I dislike Trey Young? <laughs> so they beat the Knicks and the Sixers. That, oh that yeah, run. that was that. They beat the Sixers. That's what it was. And they went when when they yeah. went there. So they're capable of doing it. I'm not saying that they will. I think they got a better coach in Quinn Snyder. But we should have brought this up really quickly about the thing about NBA coaches, not the Larry Bird theory, which is that after you talking to the guys for five or six years, they start tuning you out. So and then oh, that's we, like coaching anywhere. Oh well, mm -hmm. well you're going. So it's maybe his Nick, Nick Nurse made his run. I don't know. I think we should keep him around because he's got enough young guys that he's with that they haven't heard the message. And him and Fred are pretty tight. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll dismiss that till we start next season and we'll see what the roster looks like. But let's get back to it. Um, the Celtics should beat them handily. 
Yes. So I'm saying no matter what happens in the East, you can tell me about all the fist fights you want. When it gets down to the conference finals, the Milwaukee Bucks will be there. Yeah. Bar none. If yep. the Milwaukee Bucks don't, are not there, I will be shocked. Okay? And when they announce it, what is the second round of the playoffs, who the MVP is. And if they don't say it's Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm going to lose my caca. Should be him. It should be your damn right. It should be him. However, there should be a voting thing that we're not going to argue about the Kendrick Perkins, J.J. Riddick issue right now. But I'm going to look at your brother, Stevens, and say, however, if Jokovic does win, Jokic. the Joker does win. Sorry. If Jokic does win, the MVP. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to You know what? I'm going to have some. I, I'm trying not Embiid's to. Embiid's going to have a chance, too. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Embiid. And I've heard some of the talking heads say they're going to vote for Embiid. Which I think I think he's credible. If you want to believe that Embiid is is a guy, but I think it's back to the history of this whole BS about MVPs. LeBron should have won it more than he did. Jordan should have won it more than they did. You give it to somebody else because there's no because here. John is saying, "Oh, Milwaukee's a better team. Why are they a better team? They're a better team because Giannis is on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so too I, much based on storylines. Yeah, and yeah. It, which is gets back to um, what did I say? Nothing but assholes. NBA because they do asshole stuff like that. Like, let's just cut to the chase here. Who's better in the league than Giannis? Nobody. Okay, there you go. And, and is Milwaukee not the best team with the best record yep. in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Aren't they a prohibitive uh, team to go to the finals? So does not usually mean you have the MVP on your team? Okay. Most now, of the who, time, yes. Okay, so if the cat steals a victory away from Denver, and then I already announced that Joker is the MVP, it's not going to look weird, guys. It yeah. is, but it's a regular season award. But I think Denver's going to beat uh, Minnesota. I think it's going to go more games than people realize. Like if that goes seven games, I'm going to call it right now. Denver and uh, Minnesota go seven games in my game, Ooh. and then people will finally be able to they'll talk more about my boy Anthony Edwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he definitely deserves more attention. 100%. I mean, Cat gets it all, and then there's a Gobert issue, which I hope the team has got it all together on that. But you know, like, did your brother understand this? We have certain players that, well, I, I do. Maybe not he, he, that you don't say bad things about in the house. One of them is jaw. We got over the jaw issue, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about in a minute. Of, uh, and there. And Anthony Edwards is one of our boys. And Shea. Yeah. And Shay's gone, but well, but whereas the other case is, we got no time for Luca, we got no time for Trey. Okay, you know what I mean? We draw a line here in the house. Yeah. I like Luca. What? I like Luca. You know that. I'm not going to even go there. Okay, his team Luka- did him dirty by trading for Kyrie. That was disgusting. Yeah, but he he was the one that didn't play. He was the one that was out of sorts. Everybody said he was the guy that couldn't figure out what to do. Kyrie said nah. they could have won a couple games if the ball was in Kyrie's hands. And then they waited too long. But they got worse on defense, though. You know what? Uh, what what's his last name again? Who? Luca. Doncic. Oh, it should be Doncic because there's no D in that guy's game. Stop it! <laughs> Come on. When does he play D? So and Kyrie, who plays a modicum of D. So you're gonna say the team got worse defensively because they traded their best defender away. Okay, they traded two actually. Those two wing guys, which are pretty good defenders, which just tells you about how valuable wing defenders really are. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I think we should keep OG. Oh no, 100. percent That's what I'm saying. We should keep OG over Pascal all day. I have no issues with that, and he might even end up being defensive player of the year. But I don't think he'll get the votes because we didn't get in the playoffs. Because usually that's where you know what I mean. You got to be able to move your team a certain level. But he's going to be top three, and he's going to get a bonus. Because yep. he probably has something in his contract mm-hmm. that's going to say, uh, if you're top three in the voting of... Yeah, uh, you get a little bump. Yeah, yeah 100 grand or something, 100 grand. 
Like, I'm, 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 like, I'm talking like 100 grand is nothing. Give me 100 grand right now to have an erection. Come on, stop it. In any event, I think that um, unless we shouldn't even be talking about uh, Lukic and Kyrie. You're not in the playoffs. So let's just wipe them off the schedule. Well, you brought them up. <laughs> I mean, only I didn't mean to. Okay, so it was my, my faux pas, but I'm saying, okay, when we get back to the narrative, we're, we're talking about um, the Joker. I think the Joker can be beat by Minnesota. That'll go seven games. Do you want to just start doing our uh, picks for uh, each series then? Yes, let's go down the So line. let's go uh, Denver, the number one, versus the number eight, Minnesota. I have Denver in six. What are you saying? I'm writing this down, Steven, so you're going to be on. You'll be on record as I'm, saying. I'm going to say Denver in seven. I can see that one going the distance. Okay, I like that. Okay, we got two sevens. I think so what's going to be the difference Denver. is Denver's home home court advantage. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're Minnesota's a good road team, but uh, stealing one in Denver is going to be tough. Okay, so now let's get to the most one we no, we'll save that one to the end because it's just so juicy so we have number three playing number six which i think in the first time in a long time this is a really really good first round thing that either one of these teams could win it all it's but we gotta ask questions paul George sacramento versus uh golden state oh no i meant the other one. Oh, um, four five. Four five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay well yeah, we should get that. okay let's read who do you, do you think that golden state's going to beat sacramento Oh, man, this is the toughest one to call. We've alluded to this before. I mean, goal, and uh, I, it's going to come down to can Golden State steal the road game because mm-hmm. there's such a bad road team, but there's such a good home team. You know, that's that's the weird dichotomy that we're dealing with here. Okay. And, and it's just, like, awkward with Golden State. I don't have them winning the series, but I think they can make it very interesting. You don't have them winning the series? Sacramento in seven. <sighs> Steve, what do you say? I, I actually do have Golden State winning, and it's just because I think that, like, their team, they've been there before, they've they've got all the rings, and I think that that's going to come through in the end. So I got them in six. Ooh, this guy's bull. That means he's going to have to win more than one road game. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay, so full disclosure, full disclosure, yeah. because he doesn't know what I think about Golden State. I hope they get knocked out in the first round. I hope they're gone. I hope so, too. Me, too, because I'm tired of their whole game. I mean, and you yeah, know why? I would love for that, too, but I just think that they come through in the end, unfortunately. I'm, I'm afraid that they're going to come through in the end, too, because of Sacramento's sheer uh, inexperience. Mm-hmm. Inexperience. Uh, uh, sorry, Andrew. I hope that Sacramento beats him in seven. Don't I apologize to right. me. I have no, I'm not Kings fan. I, That's okay. okay but um, I am kind of. I'm back to the Weber, Bibby. They got... Uh, stolen by the Lakers back then. Mm. My question is this: Did you hear what Michael Jordan said about Steph Curry last week? No, I and one of that. the reasons why he's selling oh, the team. Let's hear this. He says that um, Steph Curry ruined basketball. Wow! And he said that that's part of the reason that he wants to get out is because he can't really look at the game anymore, and he's tired of people <laughs> wow. like I'm not saying. JJ Redick, but he's talking about like people don't understand how the game has changed and it changed necessarily for the good. Now, you guys I, are now, younger, so you didn't see the glory days of the 80s and 90s, which I loved, but that's another story. You know what my take is on Steve Curry? Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. You know what my take he's is? He's the best and worst of basketball. The best and worst of basketball, and I agree with that. Because the problem is, and we had a little show about this a while ago, Stephen, is this mm-hmm. there's only one Steph Curry. Yep. Yep. The problem is you got a bunch of mofos coming in the league trying to be Steph Curry, 
and we get bad basketball. Including because, bitch number one. Oh, I, we don't have to bring his name up. There you go. I, I'm trying not to just drag a guy's dick in the dirt all the time. But there's an exhibit A, and there's five or six other guys around the league like him. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. You know what I mean? I'm glad Shea's backed off on that a bit because Shea got a little bit... Well, he's not a shooter. No, but I, but he because he, he developed his game. When he first came in, he was firing a ball up all the time because who else was on OKC? Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that he refined his game because he's Shea and Steph is Steph. You know, getting back to that, that's what I'm thinking. So my, yeah, the Warriors are they're an anom- anomaly because like yes. they, have, they have two of the greatest three point shooters of all time. Like who else can say that? Who else can say that? Nobody. And you had a very very even though I who also made our bitch list Draymond Green they had a very good defender on the floor a wing defender who who could lead that way and a couple and who other can, who, who can make some plays too yeah and and, and good role a very players unique team. yes with Steve Kerr coaching that way so like they historically speaking in 10 15 years we'll be still talking about this era of the Golden State of course Warriors. of course to. their dynasty thank you yep. you know what I mean the way they've changed it but if they go out in the first round but I'm I'm sneaking I'm thinking that they're not going to get beat to the second round. So I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to say that that Golden State's going to win that. Which brings us to the series of the Clippers. And the Suns. And the Ooh, Suns. Boy. First of all, we got to say this. we got another guy that's a little bit bigger than his britches at the time, who used to be my favorite player, Kevin Durant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I wear my shirt one day? I think it you, was. You just, told me about the I don't know if you've I, ever well, worn it. I've worn it. Anyways, once upon a time, Kevin Durant, when I seen him in Texas, in the... Which in this year, by the way, Andrew, the March Madness, remember saying there's guys that jump out at you in this tournament, except for the guy that's the gangster guy in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Nobody jumped out at me. I see a yeah. lot of solid guys that are going to be good NBA players, but did I see that Star. Kevin Durant? Did mm-hmm. I see that John Morant? Did I see this guy? No, no, I didn't see any of those guys. I just seen a whole bunch of guys that I seen a bunch of Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing because Scotty Barnes could be still be a superstar because once you draft him. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's... So I'm saying Kevin Durant has not lost since he's played in the lineup of Phoenix. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can't see them losing. I can't see them losing, even though I love Kawhi and I would rather pick the, the Clippers. I'm yeah. saying... It's going to be a tough matchup. I think... No, I'm with you. Uh, I think too. And I think that the Phoenix is going to take care of it a lot quicker. I think Kawhi is going to have big games. I think Kawhi is going to have those like 32, 15, 8 games, and they lose like 108 to 102. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it's six games and the series is over. Because I believe that the Clippers are going to win a game at home. They should. They should. I think they should win. What do you think it's going to be? I'm going to say I don't think it goes past six games. I don't think so either. I think there's a, you know, it's Suns and five. Even I, I wouldn't be surprised. Paul yeah. George is he playing? I heard he's going to come back. I heard but so I, too. But, but like, ah, uh, yeah, you know mm-hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying there, Stephen? Do you think it's going to be? Who are you liking? I, and I, I like, want to see Kawhi win. I prefer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think though, uh, this one, it is a tough one to pick. This one, I think, but I do think in the end, yeah, maybe like I'll say Suns and Suns and more than five, more than six. See, that's the thing. I, I can't decide five or six. You sound like every guy I've seen on TV this week that brings <laughs> that series up. They stumble. You ever hear it? I've been watching a lot of the shows. Everybody's stumbling over this series. Because you know what they're saying? Like, when you see Kawhi, do you see Kawhi playing down the stretch? He looks he like looks classic. Good, yeah. yeah. Classic Kawhi. And, he's, and, and you know what? The, the Clippers are deep. They're way deeper than Phoenix. It's true. So if they could beat him, like they're saying they beat him up. But the thing is, Paul George got to be playing. And Paul George got to be playing at 90% Paul George. Mm, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because people don't realize this. It's not just the fact that they got Durant and they're undefeated. Booker, who's on our bitch list too, <laughs> he he like he's he, he gets more shot more looks because of Durant on the yeah. court. Chris Paul, who another guy that I bashed for years ago, I still say is still a top five point guard of all time. Oh yeah. And I think the sleeper on that team is Aiton. They got yep. the big mm-hmm. rim protector guard guy. Oh, they got you. They got you covered at all angles. And, yeah. and and they're not necessarily their their benches as deep as the Clippers, but I think those four like they're going to be front carry them. They're oh, going to yeah. be carrying them. So Kawhi, I'm going to say bye bye. So we're all going to take. We're all taking the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. We're all taking the Phoenix Suns to go on, which brings us to the series with the most narrative. And that's the Memphis Grizzlies against the L.A. Lakers. Doesn't this sound like a bad soap opera from the 70s? <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Memphis Laker soap opera featuring the man who was swinging the gun around the strip joint with a guy that said he went to the LeBron of foot doctors. <laughs> like, think about all the shit they're talking about this series. I am all about representing Mississauga. I work in Saga. I'm a Saga guy. Saga represented by Dylan Brooks saying, can we get LeBron out of the way? Isn't that a great line? I love it. Oh, I just love it. And you know what? I'd like to see LeBron around too because you know I'm kind of a LeBron guy. And nothing against him. But I'm tired of this whole Lakers stuff. Like if we get rid of the sooner we get rid of the Lakers, the better. And if LeBron does beat Ja, which is going to be the two main guys they talk about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what are we going to hear? We're going to have to hear more about the Lakers saying make the run. But I am saying this. When AD and LeBron are on, with D'Angelo in that backcourt right now, these guys are going to be tough to beat at any time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you're calling this. I'm just, I'm a John Morant guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I want Memphis to go all the way. Another reason I want Memphis to go all the way is because they're a small market team. Small markets don't get, teams don't get respected as much as they do in the NHL. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, I think, you know what I mean? Like, the NBA respects, doesn't respect those, ah, but take the money. And sometimes they treat Toronto like a small market team when we're not. Okay. 100%. But the NBA got no time for small market teams. Do you hear Mr. Stephen A. Smith talk about Milwaukee? Huh? It's brutal. Like, I mean, he's supposed to be number one sports yeah. basketball pundits in North, North America. He doesn't even want to fly to Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, come on. And you're saying this on national TV? Oh, yeah. That's why I hope the finals will be like, I would love the finals to be what? Milwaukee and Memphis? <laughs> well, hold, let's not get ahead of ourselves. This okay, series here, Memphis versus LA, what are we thinking? I'm thinking seven games, Memphis are going to win at home. I think they're going to wear him down. I would even be more confident if Brandon Clark was in the lineup, but he's not. He's got the Achilles. Mm-hmm. So the biggest thing is like how they're going to defend AD, and they've only got Jared Jackson and a big white guy. Because Steven Adams isn't going to play. No. But you know my caveat about the Memphis Grizzlies, correct? What's this? An NBA team. Oh, about them going to the finals, yeah. There's never been, Stephen, I don't know if you know this, there's never been an NBA team that's won a championship or gone to the finals without having a player over 30. Oh, yes. That's right. You mentioned that the other day. Yes. So they're not over. That's interesting. That's... Isn't it? And I looked in, and Stephen Adams isn't even 30 till July. Yeah. So the playoffs would be, even if he comes back, which it doesn't look like he is. Do you put any credence in that? I mean, I think you have to. Well, look what we did to Sacramento. <laughs> That's one round we're talking only, about, though. Okay, agreed. But you're the only one that's given San Sacramento. You're saying they're going to win in seven. They've and, been a very impressive team all year. Oh, I love them. Mm-hmm. I hope they win. I, I, if they went to the finals, I would love it. Because I don't think Denver, because okay, in the second round now, if, we, if, if things go to, to, to play, that means Denver's going to play Phoenix. I don't think Phoenix is going to 
I don't think so. That means Sacramento would play Memphis if we're all yeah. going here, unless you think there. So yep. I think Memphis could beat Sacramento because that'd be kids on kids. Mm-hmm. Which opens the door for the Phoenix Finals just because yeah. we're talking about go. the experience. That's exactly where I'm thinking. It's gonna do- that's how the dominoes are going to fall? Yeah. Well, we're saying this on the first day of the playoffs at the house that happens. Can we concede that the dominoes may fall that way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For so sure. uh, for this series, though, I would say, yeah, I think I'm taking Memphis in seven. Memphis in seven? We're yeah. all going Same. for Memphis? Grizz in seven. I just want to know what the trash talk is going to be on the floor. <laughs> Like, oh, we got buddy. some monumental people out of the Florida got <laughs> shit. Except AD never trash talks, never. which I think he, he, he should be doing, right? But, I mean, you got Dylan Brooks. Ja doesn't say a lot, but they say Ja talks low. But he talks <laughs> in the court, which is great to hear. Bain is the guy, the shooter, the, the other guard on... Um, Jared Jackson ain't afraid. No. He's going to be saying some stuff, you know what I mean? And, and it's going to be banging. I'm going to say, like, if they don't get into foul trouble, because if AD goes off, he's going to be... Because in my opinion... LeBron is LeBron, but I say as they're playing right now, the best player in that series is AD, and I'm a Jaw guy, but Jaw's still got that nagging little whatever's going on with him. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Is he supposed to be? If Jaw's at 100, percent I'll say he's the best player in the series, but I'm not sure he's 100. percent But if AD's 100, percent do you see him playing down the stretch? Yeah. Oh, he's, I mean, been, he's been phenomenal. Oh, he's that the, whole team's been rolling. Oh, yeah. Exactly, and they play defense now. And here's an interesting stat, guys. Which I mean, make up like where does this go? Memphis has been a f- top five defensive team all year, top five defense. By the way, the Lakers have been a top five defensive team since the trade deadline. Hmm. Hmm. Something's got to break there. Do you think so? We're still going to get low scoring games. Does that mean when we go to our BET bets on our phones, we all put the the under? Maybe. Do we bet the unders? Because we got to, we got to, you know, here at the house that happens, we got to start throwing out some bets. But you know why I don't? Because you see how betting's everywhere, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I can't like get away when from I when that. I was your guy's age, man, you couldn't say bet in sports. You'd be you'd be suspended. Oh yeah, like back in the day of um, whatever, uh, Jimmy the Greek. That's like oh, kind of dance around it. Exactly. He was the first guy that said point spread on national TV. Yeah. Okay, think about that. And that's just, as, well, that was in the late 70s. But in any event, that's as far as you can talk about it. They barely bring up the spread. Now you can't turn on my phone. If I hit the wrong, if I'm researching stuff on Google about sports, and I just put MLB or yeah. NBA or NHL, bang! Gambling's right there with the pretty girl in the dress. You could win. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love the subliminal um, of selling on that. Another mm-hmm. thing I, we were, were to get to very soon, too, because i got to ask your brother about this, Andrew, is that I have a little issue with um, – we'll bring it up with baseball because have you watched an MLB network lately? No. Okay, well, we're going to well, we'll bring you that up we'll later. Wait, 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 Let's move on to the uh, Eastern uh, matchups. Okay. I'm saying right now that I, I'm going to take Milwaukee automatically to win. They're just going to crush. They're going to roll. So I'm just going to say the dominoes will get to the so final. So them, I'm going to them versus anyway. Miami, how many games? Oh, I Is think it it's over quick. No, I don't think it's a sweep because they'll go down to Miami. You got Kyle Lowry and uh, Jimmy Butler on the floor and Tyler Hero and um, Bam and those guys. They're going to show up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. they, may, they might even make it a series, but I they, they can't. If they, that would be one of the most monumental upsets you would see. It has happened, though. 
And eight beating a one in the NBA is not. It's, it's, it's a, happened. Yeah, it's happened more frequently in the NBA than it's ever happened in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I know that. Remember the famous Knicks run about 12, 15 years ago, Latrell Speedwell and Hardway. Yeah. They beat who in the first round? I forget, um, a Boston or somebody, and went right to the finals. They were at eight. Yeah, 99, the, right? The lockout year. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. They went right to the finals, like which was crazy. You know what I mean? You're an eight seed. You get it in there. That's why I don't like another reason I don't like to play in. Either you're in or you're out. Well, there's the one I remember is uh, Golden State beating Dallas. Oh, 07, I think. Yeah, 06, that, that, that was yeah. monumental too, right? Yeah, like I'm going, how did that happen? You know what I'm saying? So it could happen here, but I'm not. I'm not calling on it. Not at all. I think Milwaukee. I'm already saying prohibitive NBA champion. I say Bucks in five. Yeah, Bucks in five. Well, we're all we're all good with that. Okay, Bucks in five. Where are we going next? Boston versus the Hawks. I think this is a Boston sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I got two brothers here telling me it's a sweep, so I'm going to bet a pint it goes six. No. If it goes six games. Okay. I'll take that bet. Okay, so we're all on. <laughs> we're all on for Rickers. Sure. I'll say it goes six games. Because you know what? You know who I'm going to say the X Factor is in this series? Quinn Snyder. The coach? The coach. This guy's a great team. He's a great situational moment, like in the moment coach. He's really, really good. I think he just got sick of Utah. He was there too long because I can't believe when Utah let him go. And then the whole team blew up. Like everybody left town or whatever. Well, that's another story for another yeah. time because they're, they're going to, Danny Ainge going to bring them all the way back. But I say Quinn Snyder is going to be the difference in them winning two games. But I do believe that Boston will win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Boston's going to go in there. So what do we got next? Uh, the number three versus six, Philadelphia versus the Nets. Come on. That's th- going to be the sweep. I think, I think it's a sweep. That's yeah. going to be the sweep That's right there because the Nets it. are not the team. They got dismantled. You remember? And if, if they had this whole yeah. team all season, they might have been a play-in team. They don't, even, mm-hmm. they don't have an answer for Embiid either, oh, which is their they, biggest No, problem. it is. You know, they, they, they're like, uh, in a weird way, Raptors light because they don't even have a Fred Van Fleet. There you they go. just got a bunch of wings running around that can play defense, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's about it. So I don't see them doing anything to get us anywhere, yeah. so to speak. You know what I mean? So goodbye, New York Nets. I, I face for the fans of Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I'm saying I feel sorry for the for the fans of Brooklyn after the last two years oh, all the sucks. opportunity and, and, and the big hype. And where are they now? I'm telling you, if they had yep. this team at the beginning of the season, they'd be a play-in team, right? Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. I thought they were going to fall into the play. I mean, good for them for uh, hanging on to that six seed. But I agree there. Oh, by the way, Stephen, if you look, we got the proprietor walk by. Please address that sweatshirt with respect. <laughs> if you know that, I'm not going to say what it is. We'll discuss that later at a later date. But I'm just letting. Serge, you know how I am about this stuff. Serge, Serge Singh in the house. Did you go down to see the rock pile last night? Did you go? I should have. I knew it. You're kidding. Damn, I missed a good one last night. I should go. But anyway, we're on our show. Let's not talk about this. It's going to make me angry because people came and picked me up and interfered. That's a little thing we talk about music here, but we're, we're going to get away with that. I, I think that, um, as you're saying, we're, we're talking about the Nets. Yeah. It's unfortunate, like you said, they might not even have made the playoffs. I think, and they, oh yeah, and I'm proud of them, like you said, because they didn't fall the way out to the thing. But I think they got four games left in. Thanks for See coming ya. out. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to Cleveland versus the Knicks, which is the mecca my- of basketball. I think this could be the most entertaining series. Well, that's where I was going. This yeah. is going to be the best first round matchup in the East, probably in, in the, the whole, whole league. In the whole, I think it's going to be the best of all because we do have the Clippers. The only one that competes with is the Clippers and um, mm. the Clippers Phoenix. I, I don't know. Memphis 
Lakers and, series. Okay, but I yeah. still see in the long run. I, I, yeah, that could be too because it's you know what it is? It's a storyline. It's LeBron. Yeah. But let's just think about co- sheer competitive value now. Cleveland against the Knicks, the mecca of basketball against Cleveland. And, and then what's the line we've heard all year? All that they had to do was move um, um, A.J. Barrett. R- R- what's his name? R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. And they could have had Donovan Mitchell. At the Madison Square Garden. That's what it's basically boiled down to. And who are they playing in the first round? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I want to see? I want to see Stephen A. Smith have a baby on national TV when Cleveland bitch slaps the Knicks. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be kind of cheering for the Knicks in this series. Really? Yes, because I'm about the old school New York Knicks. They're basketball. They're like that Rutgers Park. They're about yeah. uh, Rutgers Island and all that old school basketball stuff, which it wasn't happening in your guys' lifetime. Like, what have the no. Knicks have done? You know what I mean? Not much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have a huge respect because earlier in the year, I like Garland. Remember mm-hmm. how much I was talking yeah. up Garland, another young player? I really like Garland. I really like the way the, the Cleveland team is built. Like, they're built a lot better. They've got uh, Mobley in the middle. Yep. I'm a, I'm a big Donovan Mitchell fan. So. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell there and Garland. Like, maybe the best, arguably the best backcourt in the NBA. Best starting, whatever. And they got a few other shooters on Cleveland, and they yeah. play defense, and they're well They're the coached. stingiest team in the league. I was just going to say, they, they play great defense, and they're all hands-on players. They're all mobile. They work well. So what's your call? Who are you saying to win? Uh, Cleveland in six. Cleveland in six. What are you saying there, Steven? I got Cavs in seven. And Cavs in six, Cavs in seven. I'm taking the New York Knicks on principal game Ooh. seven. Julius Randle hitting the shot to win. And, and Jalen Brunson to steal the ball from Donovan Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be huge. Oh, yeah. It's in the um, – by the way, we're um, – Cleveland's a home team, right? Yeah. Yep. So wouldn't that be amazing if they stole the ball one and six? I'm taking the New York Knicks with all the things. And how many games? Seven? Going to take them seven, but they're going to do it. Let's go for the New York Knicks um, just because they are the, the mecca of basketball. And I hope everybody tunes in. The games do start today, don't they? One o'clock. They? One o'clock. We're Sixers going to go and, uh, and Nets. Which is, yeah, which is, I'm glad I'm going to be walking my dog during that series because it's probably going to be equally entertaining. You know what I mean? Now, we're running a little late here, but I'm not going to let anyone go away unless we have to something seriously talk about guys that were here. And this is the start of the Major League oh, Baseball. Hold on, hold on. Final, finals picks for NBA. I'm picking Milwaukee and Phoenix. I'm with you. Yeah. I've been saying that yeah, for, yeah. Like, for a few weeks I know weeks you now. have. I know you have. As soon as, as, soon as I, I give you credit, as soon as they got Durant, you, oh, game you, over. You, <laughs> your, your brother called Milwaukee. So the house that happens is we're going to put a little bet on and we're going to say that we're looking at the uh, Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks in the finals. Yeah. I personally, Cruz, I'm hoping for an M&M final. Because I'm cheering for the Memphis. Milwaukee, Memphis. Yep. All the way. Small market, young team, doesn't get enough respect, too mouthy, trashy as hell, and they're going to knock people on their ass and they don't give a shit. And they're going to prove in Memphis that Elvis is really dead. It's the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> that are alive. You know what I'm sp- saying? <laughs> in any event, even though we're running a little late here, we've had a lot, of, a lot to say. We would be remiss if we don't get take a little time here to discuss, discuss our beloved Toronto Blue Jays. Off to a pretty good start this season, I'd say. I would say I, I, I'm i not at all, even though that's the craziest thing to do, to have a 10-game road trip to start your season. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's insane. Because of the renovations. At, yes, uh, which is okay because I'm, I'm dying to get down there now. I'm going tomorrow. Good for you. I want to go down there. And you know what? I'm going to start sitting in the 500 level for 1800 bucks because you can walk down the road and sit at the bar. There you <laughs> go. So I'm kind of... You got to get there quick, though. It looks like those spots fill up fast. Uh, I, it is, but you go in the afternoon. But it's you know what? Even if you're up there, and it's like, and they got screens there, obviously, yeah, and you're in the yeah. park, so you're mm-hmm. going to be in the thing. But in any event, I, I, anytime you go six and four on the road, Okay, so I'm going to give you a quick assessment of what I'm thinking about the Blue Jays, and I want you guys to chime in to see where we're going to go with this. Okay, before the season started, I always saying I'm always about a guy that wants to talk about quality starts is going to make your season. I don't care what anyone says. I'm a big bitch about it. Stephen, he'll tell you about how many innings that pitchers pitch. Mm-hmm. I'm huge on like what we're going to get out of it. So I'm looking at our starting rotation. I'm going to say six and four on the road to start your season. If they play six and four for the rest of the year on the road, Andrew, you good with that? That percentage on the road? I, I'm I'm pretty good with that. I'm 100% <laughs> that's a great road that. record. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. So we're going to start with that's the road record we're going to deal with. But the thing is now that you're going to have to play about, I want you to play 600 ball at the Rogers Center. I want the home yeah. field advantage. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it came out right it's away. It's going to be packed, so it's like there's no excuse. Oh, plus the, the, the lines and the hitting. Okay, and we got guys that I'm going to get to uh, allude to in a second. But one of the things that, that reared its ugly head last night in a good way is Barrios. Can't pitch on the road, comes home, gives you five, we win. And he's like, yeah. you see his, his, his line from home to away? I don't get it. He's like the golden state of starting pitchers <laughs> home and away. Uh, we got the relief pitcher that way too with Romano, so... Well, I'm going to get my, my theory on Romano right away, okay? Not that he's Italian. I won't take that away from him, okay, guys? I won't throw that in there. But I'm going to, I'm going to, my theory on him, and I think I discussed with you, I'll get to a second. But anyways, I'm saying they have to play this level. Don't you agree? If they're going to be a 6-4 yeah. and four road yep. team, we can accept that. Because that's, that's above 500, and we're good. On the road in the M. But what do they got to play at home? Almost 600 ball, you think? Yeah. Does that equate the division championship? Should. I agree, don't you think? So right now, it's only a small sample size. And here's another one of my theories, Stephen, as I was telling him. I went to the Sparky Anderson School of Baseball. You know who Sparky Anderson is? No, I don't. Okay, you teach him later, okay? One of the greatest <laughs> managers in the history of baseball. In any event, and he won a World Series with both a team in both leagues, okay. which is very rare for yeah. any manager to do. Anyways, everything at the start of the season he used to say, and Andrew, you seem to agree with me on this now, is that when you think about it, win 20 games before you lose 20 games. That should be your credo to start. So, you know, yeah. and if you get to 20 and 20, mm-hmm. if you're 20 and 20, then you get to assess. That's a quarter of the season. So you get to assess where you're going to establish yourself right now. So we're right now, we're the 9 and 5 Toronto Blue Jays, correct? Yep. yep. I was on record as saying, and you guys are my witnesses, that we would sweep the Tampa Bay Rays when they came to town. Did you see who Tampa played? Oh, they I'm, played me and you. Yeah. Then they played my <laughs> sisters and their new dog. And then they came to Toronto. So what do you expect? Even though I think t- Detroit's a lot better than they showed. The Tigers? Here, the Tigers. I got Tiger loving me, okay? I grew up. Sparky Anderson was Detroit Tiger. Okay. General, was a coach at the time. So I got to throw that in there for historical reasons. That's my Christopher Riso moment. In any event, I think that they, like, who they play? Washington, Boston, and Detroit to get this record. Come on. Right now, and I'm sad to say, Detroit's got better pitching and showing, but those guys are all going to be out of it by All-Star break. Yeah. All three of those teams are going to have no chance. Yeah. Agreed? Oh, Boston, I think they're locked to finish dead last in AL East. <laughs> Detroit's oh, still nowhere. Sorry, they're, they're Cruz. Start, but they're, they're, their pitching looked okay. Like, look, at, we stole the game from them. 
How about their hitting? What hitting? 43 runs. There you go. What hitting? Okay, so. 43 runs scored on the season so far. Oh, my God. It's just, and you know what scares me, though, is, and you know what, Stephen, get to know me. I hate analytics. Okay? Yeah. But here's one number that's already scaring me. Tampa Bay, do you see their run differential already? Now, I think it has to do with the fact that the quality of teams they played. Oh, then just getting on a win streak will do that. Okay, but this is yeah. say, this is historic win streak, bro. This is historic. tied for the longest to start the season. So, what do you think they're going to be able to sustain, Tampa Bay? Because it's going to be our number one competition. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. What do you think they're going to be able to sustain, the hitting or the pitching? I think they'll sustain the pitching, which is going to be more important. But you brought up uh, pre-show, the starting pitchers. Yeah, okay, so we're going to get to that too. So, what do they do? Is it going to be the same game they play where they're going to ride? Six starters? Because, like I said, my theory is they started seven guys already. That's insane. Isn't it already? They've they got yeah. a 13-game streak. They started seven guys. So, guess what? We're going to rake the guy today. You know, because they took they him out to Toronto. Who's the starter today? Uh, let's. Because the big game is on Sunday. Oh, that's what I'm And there you're at. You're Manoa so versus McC- Oh, McCann. yeah. Uh, that, that's just a marquee thing. Now, can I throw it there? Alex, if you're listening very closely, you're too fat. Foucher is starting oh. today for Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. and he, he's only had one quality start, hasn't he? How many innings he's pitched? He's only pitched nine so far, right? Uh, yeah, well, uh, he's only pitched six innings. Or whatever, yeah. So yeah. He, here he comes in, and he's going to come into the Dome at Hitter's Park after they got bitch slapped last night. I say we win bigger today because oh. who do we have? We have the Korean. Oh, yeah. And he's going to mm-hmm. hopefully... Pitch better at home than he does on the road. Even though we oh, got to give him a start, we can't we can't knock the Korean yet. He's from Korea, isn't he? Yep. yep. Okay, Kikuchi. so we can't knock him. Oh no. Uh, okay. No, he's J- Japanese actually. Is he? K- yeah. Oh, sorry. He's the. We've been calling him Korean this whole time. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I thought he was Korean. <laughs> okay, Japanese land of the rising sun. How many innings he pitched? Nine, right? Uh, he has. Nine? Yeah, nine point one. Nine point yeah, one innings. Yeah. So that means we, your starter's got to pitch five every time out. But he he did okay for us on there. So this afternoon, expecting five out of him. Yeah, because you know, uh, man, I'm, I'm I'm looking at our starters, uh, whip and ERA to start the season. Besides oh. Gosman, it's a disaster. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. Besides Gosman, oh, it's a disaster. It's, uh, okay, so now I'm 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 pointing that out there. This is what's making me nervous. Okay, the bullpen's saving us. So what are we gonna do? Run the arms till they die? Now, what happened the other night in, in the L.A. thing when we brought Romano in when he got rocked? Yeah. Okay, why? The guy's been out there every day. Romano, what weighs my my size? <laughs> He's about my size, yeah. so this is why I say we got. I like Eric Swanson around. You see Eric Swanson? He's a body bigger yep. mm-hmm. than Romano. So sometimes I'm thinking like every one of those times we get that Eric Swanson close. Now, I like Garcia a lot too, even though he gave up the back-to-backs last night out of nowhere. But I think that he was just throwing strikes because he had the five-run lead. Yeah. And they hit the back-to-back, and then they just shut it down. It was game over. You know what I mean? Uh, like Swanson, Pop, and Garcia, I think I've had – and uh, Simber, too, have all had fantastic starts to the season. That's why I'm saying. But uh, my, my theory is, is like I said, I want the quality start. So if you talk of the first 14 games and you look with them, which, which, again, we had last night, we've had more quality starts than Tampa or New York. And I don't even know how New York's got the wins that they have been pounding the ball because check their pitching stats right now. Let's go ahead. Someone pull up the Yankees pitching stats. Have they had a quality start? Yes, they've had three with Cole. Cole's been unbelievable. But outside of him, what do they got? Their Let's guys are quickly. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling you, their pitching's not – and they're hitting. They got the short porch in there. They're going to have to be a 600 team at Yankee Stadium for them to compete. Yeah, Nestor Cortez is the only guy uh, – only other guy with a quality start there. He's just got one on the season. And, and, and what are they're all their starters that pitch, what, eight, nine innings too? 
So they pounded Basically. the ball. And because their run differential is pretty good, too. Aren't they run differential about a plus 20? Because we're only three or four because we've had a lot of tight games. But that's yeah, okay. they're, yeah, Yankees are plus 18. Yeah, okay. Because well, they just got smacked last night. They lost by five or six last night, which yeah. just tells you again. And, and who did they play last night? Boston, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's look at the scores. Yeah, they looked. They, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, it's too soon in the oh, season. Oh, they lost Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, and Minnesota. They're a pretty good ball club. <laughs> yes, yeah. they are. We'll get to Minnesota in a minute. Like, okay, yeah. I want to talk about that. But right now, we are, are we at a fifth, about what? We played 14 games. So basically, today is 15 games, which is only one tenth of the season, guys. So that's really nothing. So that's how we're assessing the situation of Toronto. I think the starting pitching will get better. I, I am hoping. 100%. Alex Manoa is too fat, guys. Come on. You see him on the mound? Sorry, Alex. I don't mean to fat shame you. And that's why. So you got to lose a few pounds. He hasn't lost a thing. But you know what? His timing's off. His yeah. rhythm's off. Okay. And why is the rhythm off? Because you're too fat. Doesn't he look too big to you? <laughs> I, I, compared I to love last the guy. Oh, what? he's big. He's put. He's too much. He's too big. He's put weight on. Go look at a film last year. And I love the guy. He's my... By the way, I'm only saying this as a nice guy. Nice yeah. to be. A, I love Alex to death. I, I was a Cy Young guy from last year. I was screaming. Remember All-Star break? Alex was Cy Young. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. But he's a little bit out of shape. That's all I'm saying. And look at him. like, And he gets too revved up. Yeah. He's throwing way too many. Look at, look at his base on balls already. What's he throwing? 15 and three starts? Uh, 11. 11. Okay, starts. that's way too many. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to agree with you that we probably should have started Gosman opening day. Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? But, I mean, Manoa deserved it because of the Cy Young nomination. Sure. Mm. Okay, so we respected that, don't we? Yep. Okay, so what do you say? See, see our starting pitch is going to get better, bro? It's got to. I, I think it does. I think it turns a corner. Bassett's got to figure out the little device oh he's got. There. Okay, <laughs> now we're going to go to the point of baseball that really makes me lose my shit with the new rules. Does he have to text a pitch into the freaking Jansen? <laughs> what do you got? Okay, uh, uh, oh, the clock's coming here. Quick text. And then, and then Guerrero's got to go get on his Bluetooth. Yeah. Did you say? Oh, what do we say? Oh, Bell out of the park. The guy gave up what? Did he tell that line in his first start? Guy what? gave up seven runs and 40 pitches. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's insane, guys. Like, and he gonna. And the other night he pitched good. Okay, and you know, case he's had three starts now, right? Yep. And he's what? He got one win. Yeah, two yeah. quality starts somehow though. Okay, because you know what it is though. I, I I give him credit on that. Is that maybe he's gonna speed it up and he's gonna be okay because he came from that Tampa Bay pitching tree, which is usually turns out to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, is this, did he stumble? Did he stumble his toe, or is he a little bit started? Because I'm how hoping many he's innings just a he pitched? He, he has pitched what? Sixteen innings, right? Uh, 15 and a third. Yeah. So that means it's five innings every time out. And, and Steven, that makes me sick. You know, that gets five innings, he gets 40 million. Yeah, I know. He should, should be it's bullshit, man. You yeah. got, these guys, you know, I want to go back to them starting four pitchers, 40 starts a year. Jesus. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I grew up on. That's what I want. Four pitchers, I want 40 starts a year. I might spend you 40 million. You get your 40 million. Come on. You know what they're saying now? What did I say about the beginning of the year? If they, it's a good season if Washington gets 60 starts out of uh, Scherzer and... Um, the Mets, you mean? I mean the Mets, yeah. Scherzer, Scherzer and uh, Verlander. And Verlander. And already they're going to miss it because Verlander's already missed, what, his first three starts? He's yeah. pitching next week, I believe, though, I hear, right? Yeah. 
Okay, in any yeah. event, so the Blue Jays is like, are all these guys going to be there all season? I think they're the horses. Manoa's got the makeup to do it. gozman has got the makeup to do it. Barrios has got the makeup to do it. And Bassett showed it last year. The only problem is... Gucci is a little... Okay, and we got but guys... No, but no team likes their fifth starter at this point. Let's be real. Ex- well, that's why I say we should... But we had too many games in a row that we had to use our fifth starter. But anytime we get to do a skip, I think we should skip the Japanese guy. But, I mean, well, I don't know about How many Bassett. times is that going to come up, though? I don't know. It's, we've already had a little break, but we had too many to start. So my take on it is this to understand, because we're basically going to talk about just the Blue Jays today because we don't have a lot of time. So I'm saying my take on the Blue Jays is this. I really believe we're going to win the division. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced after 15 games we can do it. And to your point, the 60%, that would take them to 97 wins, which... That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And 97 wins could win the division, division I'm going to say, because I don't think the Yankees have enough pitching. For no. starters, no. okay. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I think the, the the real question here, and we haven't brought them up, and they're a real curious team to me, is the Baltimore Orioles because I think the Orioles can hit with the best of them already. But they're lacking pitching too. Oh, they're they're mm-hmm. pitching, and they brought up their kid, their their stars prospect, and he's. Did you see that, Stephen? Boy got smacked around. Yeah. He didn't look very good to start. So, but look at them already. They're eight and six. Same record as 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 um. I think they're going to be in a similar spot to where they were last year, kind of like hanging around the wild card. They might be able to sneak into that last spot, but do you? Do you I think that Rushman is a legitimate already candidate for MVP. Oh yeah, he's yeah. already a legitimate candidate. Like this guy's the real deal. Like number one pick overall. The guy's just a beast. But like you said, their problem is is I don't see where is their pitching. You know what I mean? And you have to have. I'm telling you, kid, this is how I look at it. Going back to my old Sparky Anderson uh, setup is, Andrew, I don't mind if they go to six starters, which Tampa Bay is going to do. They're mm-hmm. basically, they're going to roll six starters. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I agree with my five and keep your bullpen tight because when you get to the playoffs, Tampa Bay has been to the playoffs the last four years. I think them and the Dodgers are the only team, right? Because Houston missed one year yeah, and the Yankees missed one year. Okay? So they're the two teams that have the consecutive – there. How many World Series did Tampa go to? Oh, one in that run, yeah. yeah. Okay, one in that run. And what happened to them when they got to freaking the World Series? <laughs> they crumbled. Yeah. And why did they crumble? Because they went to analytics. Remember Pull and Snell? That was the beginning of the end. Oh, that was the big mistake. You know what I mean? And then the other the series there was with Wheeler was pitching, that guy Wheeler, whatever yeah. his name is, and last year, and he got smacked because of analytics. So what tells me is this, is Tampa Bay is going to be a great front runner for the season, and once again they're going to get there and then – because the way they use their pitching. But don't you think they're going to be like, they're, they're bound to win a one World Series, though. No. No. No? No. Not one. No. no I, don't wow. think ever, I think they're always going to be there. They're going to be, they're going to be that good-looking girl that always waited too long for the guy, and then she ends up not getting the ride home. You know, she walked in. She's good-looking. She's going home with somebody. But she I know, but like this, like, this is what we've, this what we've said about this is what we've said about hockey, though. You keep giving yourselves kick kicks at the the can. Isn't that what you want? Uh, uh, yes and no. But eventually you got to win. The other Tampa team won. They had their kicks. They did win. I don't see Tampa Bay, even with this historic start. Wow. If they're five hundred at the All Star break, don't be surprised. They're getting swept by the Whoa. Blue Jays right now. I'm telling you right now. They just look who they played, guys. <laughs> they beat up on Washington, Boston, and Detroit. Okay, this okay. is their first real team. They already got beat now. We sweep them. Steven, work with me here. But <laughs> the baseball playoffs, all you need to do is just get in there if you got your pitchers hot at the right time. But they're not because they got too many. Who's the hot guy? They got one guy on the start and the rest. Okay, we're going to figure it out. Okay, like, okay, we win now. We won the playoffs. 
We win the division. Let's just go uh, like how we look at the Toronto Blue Jays. We make the playoffs. We've decided Bo Pichette is now a second baseman and Espinal is a shortstop, so we just switched those two guys Wishful over. thinking, but okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going to there as much as I can. And you notice that we've been trying to get Espinal in the lineup every day? Even though I, his, bat's like, his bat's been, kind of a... Yeah, but, yeah, his bat hasn't been there. He got, a, I think, got a hit in a walk last night. His bat. But that's because he hasn't been consistent in there. But okay, when we get there now, now we've made it to the playoffs. Okay, we've made it now. It's a week left in the season. Toronto's already won the division. We're setting up our rotation to start the playoffs. What is it going to be? It's going to be Manoa, Glasman, and hopefully Bassett. Or Manoa, Glasman, or that kid comes up. The lefty comes up from the minors. What's For the Jays? Yeah, what's his name? The kid that threw some, uh, what's his name? Starts with a T. Our, our playoff rotation would be Manoa, Gosman, Bassett, Barrios. Yes, okay, yeah. but I'm saying a miracle happens. This kid comes up with the all-star break like Manoa did come a couple years ago because they saved him on the contract. Right. What's his name? He was throwing 97, 102 in, in the minors, and he had a little bit of strain in his arm, and they sent him down to Syracuse or Buffalo or wherever they sent yeah, him Buffalo to. Yeah, Buffalo now. Buffalo, yeah. What's his name? It starts with a T. Oh, uh Tiedemann? Yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So maybe he'll be in the mix by then. You never know. But they say he's got be they they say he's got show stuff right now. He's actually he's playing in New Hampshire. He's in double A right now. Really? They say he's gonna make the jump. All right. Yeah. And he's playing yeah. pretty good, isn't he? Uh is his numbers okay, but I heard it's because he's got a faulty wing. He's, uh, but he, he hasn't even we'll started see. yet this year. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're going to wait to see. But okay, I mean, if yeah. a guy like that came up, we've got a couple guys in Buffalo, but that's what it's going to be. Who's Tampa's going to be saying? Who's Tampa starters going to be? Well, you got McClanahan and Rasmussen, and who are both really strong. Okay, so and, uh, no doubt. And then after that, what are they going to have? They have this Jeffrey Springs guy who's off to a fantastic start, too. So, But he's only had two starts, hasn't he? They already skipped him once. He, oh, his last night was his third start? Is he had, he three, had three starts. starts. So he so they've only had three guys with three starts though, right? That's that's correct. Yeah, and the rest of the guys are all it's it's scattered. So yeah, you're right. I forgot about the springs because I was looking at their numbers last night. So maybe that's their three going in, and they'll be maybe. okay. They're going to be they, better. They have that. Uh, oh my god, that guy was always injured. I doubt he's going to be a factor too. He's supposed to come back. What's yeah. his name? Um, We're both dead heading on it. They talked uh, about him last night. Buck was talking about if he comes back because he'll be a legit. Be like that. Then yeah. they should be able to go to a legit festival. Uh, every so. year you're hearing about this guy, but he just can never stay healthy. I'm, I'm, I'm going right to say now. this. I'm saying that Tampa Bay will be a wild card, but they will not win the division. And I think that the Yankees are going to be hard-pressed to make the playoffs. Can I say that right now? I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm <laughs> yep. saying I'm going to say the Yankees are going to be hard-pressed to make the playoffs. I really do. I think what's going to say... Tyler Glasnow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Glasnow. If he comes back, that's going to make... Uh, That'll make it. Then they would have four legitimate starters with oh, the yeah. spring kids if they go there, if they stay in line. But they really have a theory about that... Uh, Japanese pitching rotation because somebody went over there in, J in Japan you only pitch um, you have six guys and you pitch only one every seven days it's something really weird you know like Otani came from yeah, that school yeah. and Rue came from that school that's why it takes them a little bit longer to get tighter over here because they pitch a little bit more mm -hmm. and then they find out that, that when some of those guys come over here they should be pitching more because they're that good like that guy right now that's tied up in Japan He's got one more year to go. He's only 24. Have you heard about that kid? He pitched in the... Uh, the baseball... Uh, it, WBC. Yeah, well, that, that guy, he was he was a star. Like, he right behind Otani. He he could have been their best pitcher, but we all know Otani. We don't know this kid. Yeah, and he's 23, 20, come over. What was he last year? He was undefeated or something stupid? Holy. 
I don't know, but <laughs> I forget the guy. Anyways, that that guy's gonna come over, but he only pitches every six days or like yeah, once a week, once a week mm-hmm. kind of deal. And it, and you know what? When you make the playoffs four years in a row, and you're a small market team, and you have trouble, you don't even you don't because you know it's not a cap. You're always one of the lowest paid teams. You're one of the lowest um, um, like small attendance. Baseball market. Yeah, yeah. You get one of the lowest attendance. You don't have a big TV contract. Okay, in the most capitalistic sport of the big four in North America, and this is your, you could be your fifth year in a row making the playoffs? Pretty incredible. I'm saying, so with this with this uh, skanky-ass pitching theory, which is winning, because look at all the guys who read. Snell's around the league. I, I was looking up the other day, they brought up, there's about four or five guys that are starting around the league that are out of the Tampa Bay System and I will look that up for the next show because we'll probably be talking about Tampa Bay yes. and and the Jays all 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 season. The only other thing before we wrap it up because we don't have enough time to talk about all the baseball things we want to talk about. I do think that the Minnesota Twins are a sleeper team this year. If you look at their record last year and their starters, they had some injuries. And they brought back. We will keep there. I want to be saying that because Cleveland won the Central last year. Exactly. Right? I think Minnesota is going to be more of a. Um, I think they're going to be more of a. Um, uh, factor than people come to realize. Some of their young guys, like Buxton and that, they play some defense. Yep. I really, I really like the way that they, they're, they're looking. I'm not surprised at their start at all. They're one of the sleeper teams there. I don't know what's going to happen in the AL West. I think that the Houston, they've made some changes that might affect them in a way that they're, like, you know, like pitching wise. Altuve's out for a bit too. You got yeah. it. They're in flux, but I'm seeing that there's a whole season to go. They're going to bring it back, but I'm not going to call anybody out of there. I think Degrom. Texas is intriguing. Oh, though. very intriguing. I'm going to see there all the rest of the teams. I don't know, but everyone's betting on Los Angeles to make the playoffs because that's this is the end of the uh, line for that team, right? I don't know. With them, it's always the same story though. They always have like a pretty good start, but then by the time All Star break uh, rolls around, they're they're done. Okay, they start well, to we, fall back. We, we're gonna, I'll believe it when I see it. We're going to have a bigger baseball talk next week because we might have more NBA. We don't know about that. And we'll talk. And then we haven't really looked at the National League, which we will be doing as the season goes on. This but is an AL show. This is basically <laughs> it for most of the time. But we're looking over at the NL as, as we're speaking. We're looking at the National League. It seems, seems to be more of going to uh, according to plan. When you look at the way it started out, Milwaukee's is looking pretty good, and I think they're going to make their run for the year. The Dodgers are just settling the dust. Mm-hmm. They got a really good run differential, though, which makes me Who's think that? that they're plus eighteen, but Who? they're five. Milwaukee, the, the Dodgers. Oh yeah, the Do- oh yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, they got a great run differential. I noticed that too. So that means, guess what? They've lost a couple games they shouldn't have, exactly. or whatever. I think the dust has settled. They're always in the playoffs. They're, they're always, always a hundred win team. Yeah, yeah. They're, so they're just like you know, this time of the year, it's hard to get you know what I get mean, but. I'm going to another Sparky Anderson thing, Stephen, that you got to know about is that people forget this, and I believe in this axiom, and that's why this Tampa Bay-Toronto series is so important. I didn't disagree with we playing less games in the, against the American League East. You know, Andrew, yeah. you know that we had that more balance. I don't like that. I wish we went back to the old way because it made it more intense. But what it has done, it has made that a win in April is just as good as a win in September. Yep, yep. exactly. Agreed? So this is a huge series with tiebreaker implications down the road. Oh, yeah, these division games are way more valuable now. Way Mm -hmm. more valuable now. So coming in, and that's why I'm yelling sweep, sweep, sweep. Toronto Blue Jays to sweep the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. Rays. Rays, not the Bucs. And Stephen, as you will notice, I have a lot of time stumbling over names and teams. But anyways, we've talked a lot about what's going on in the other thing. There is anything else you got to say, Andrew? Yeah, so I had a little uh, closing thought. I just want to pour one out for 
the end of Canada's premier sports talk show, Tim and Friends, came to an end this week. Or last I week. am so glad that we brought this up. I'm glad you did because we'll bring up my story on the at the end of the hockey thing. Okay. Um, I really think that what happened, unfortunately, is it was the Tim and Sid show. And I'm not saying that t- 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 uh, Sid made the show or Tim made the show. It was the both of them together. Yeah. And the dynamic got broken and it was never the same. Yeah, Sid. Whatever, the, Sid took the bag, whatever. Okay, I can't knock him out. I mean, he tries to bring up sports every time he can. Because my son says, I guess you guys might see the morning shows more than I do. I don't do morning shows. I don't, I don't watch breakfast television. It's a I'm not up a at shit that show, time. But. I don't get it. I think anything before 10 a.m., if you're not golfing, you shouldn't be awake. <laughs> and, my, and I don't get up before 10 a.m. Stephen, you know that I work afternoons. Okay. I don't get up before. If you see me up before 10 a.m., I'm usually swinging something. Fair enough. Other than that, <laughs> I don't, don't bother with mornings are for babies and mothers. Okay. And I, oh, I try, so I try to make those cracks anymore. But that's a positive one, isn't it? But any of no, we're supposed to be talking about Tim and friends. A huge, huge shout out to those guys for yeah, all the Cowan. years and, and, and the, and the, and the uh, great entertainment that they have. And now we're going to have to realize that our number one uh, purveyor... No, don't even uh, say their name. Don't okay, even say their okay, name. then we will not give them because the but, house that happens is going to bitch slap them to the curb one day. It's I sad saw, that we're in that position, though, eh? It really is. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know if I was like a real like, day one with Tim and Sid, but like, I, I remember you know, 10 years ago like when they were on radio, I was listening to them like every day. They were that good. They got your attention. You know what I mean? They brought some energy to the show. They weren't afraid to criticize. No. That's what I really like. You know what I'm saying? Steven, like like, I'm finding we're not mentioning any names, and it's getting worse as the playoffs are getting closer, which we will delve into in our next part of Things to Go. But, yeah, big shout-out to Tim and friends. I think Tim's coming back in another capacity. He said he's going to be around, I think, on, like, Sportsnet Central. He'll, like, have his own segment or something. He'll he'll be around on Sportsnet. That's I like, hope that's he is because yeah. he's good. I like him. He's you know too what I mean? good. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. To lose somebody like that in this business doing mm-hmm. what he does. Uh, Tim, if you're hearing from us, huge, huge, huge shout out from the house that happens. Thank you for everything, Tim. Very much so. In any event, I want to say that I had the brothers on the show today. Stephen, you're not going anywhere. And you do know that even though we didn't hear enough from them, that we always, you, you, you will have a call back. All right. We do not have you on well, the show. Well, we're not done yet. Part and we're two. not done Yes, We're <laughs> going to be going there. In any event, my name is Cruz. We always want to thank you for listening to the house that's happening. I'm Andrew Milani. And we're out of here.